Yes, people. Yes, people. Welcome to the Unspoken Gens podcast. For your mum, for your dad, for your sister, for your brother, for your cousin, for your auntie. We do not discriminate. My name is Kyra Apple, and to my left, I've got my co-host. Yeah, what's happening? Myself, Drews. And today, we've got another special guest on my other, other left. Hey, As guys. you can see, if you can introduce yourself, please. Yes, so I go by the name of Nia Ray. I am a DJ and a presenter. Excellent, excellent. Sure. Thank you for coming today, Nia. So how was your journey anyway, just coming down today? Um, thanks for having me. So, yep. uh, yeah, it wasn't too far. Obviously, I don't want to be out my location, but I told you guys <laughs> where I live. Yeah. Um, so I'm from East London. Um, yeah, it was not far. I was quite easy to get here. And, yeah, well, thank you for inviting me. Like, no worries. No worries. Pleasure, pleasure having you. Pleasure having you. So, yeah, um, as you can hear, guys, she just um, stated that she's a DJ. So we want to get kind of a perspective of a female's view on the career of DJing and what it's like with DJing because I know DJing is quite a male-orientated field to go into. So yeah. I know being a female yourself, you might have had some trials and tribulations, some issues or even some pros, which we don't mm. know. And this is why I want to get you on today to kind of drop your gems on what it's like to be a female DJ. So straight going into it, um, how long have you been DJing for, Nia? So I've been DJing, so as a hobby, I've been doing it as a hobby for like maybe three years. So um, just before lockdown, I got my decks. I got my decks December 2019. Sick, sick, yeah. um, and the reason why I got my decks was because I was a part of a beauty pageant called Miss Congo UK. Mm. And in a beauty pageant, you have to have a talent. And my talent, I wanted to be different. So a lot of people were doing like dances, spoken mm. word. And I thought, you know what, let me DJ because I've always wanted to get into it. <laughs> so I had literally a few weeks to learn. Wow. I put myself under oh, pressure. Oh, you learned for that? Yeah, I learned for wow, that. That's but that's I learned for that. But originally, <laughs> I wanted to learn anyway so I can just like have that skill and just, you know. Mm -hmm. So my friend, his name is DJ Fizz. Big up mm. DJ Fizz. Mm. He taught me how to DJ within a few weeks. Um, so then I my first ever time performing was actually at the beauty pageant in front of like 500 people. Um, thinking back at it, it wasn't the best performance. Like I'm much better now. Yeah. But then after that, it was lockdown, and I just um started like playing around at home once in a while. And my my thing was to just make it a hobby, like just do it at home. And then last year in June, I had my first ever booking, and I released my first ever mix the month before May. And then from June, like the bookings were just rolling through. Summertime was so busy, I was so shocked. I was like, oh my god. But yeah. That's, that's my story. That's kind of sick because you've self-taught yourself as well. And it's like, yeah. God's kind of blessed you because like you yeah. said, the bookings are coming in fast and, and proper, which is excellent as well. Yeah. Um, And I think during lockdown, a lot of people did learn that skill and yeah. other skills, but DJing was a, a great one a lot of people learned yeah. during lockdown. And I heard when you speaking, it was a Miss Congo or pageant. Miss Congo UK, Miss, yeah. So are you Congolese? Yeah, I'm Congolese. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Congo, so, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so you have any siblings or anything like that? Yeah, I have five siblings. I have four sisters and one brother okay. and I'm the oldest. The oldest, okay. Yeah. So the weight's on your shoulders, yeah. yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So yeah, going back to the DJ thing as well. So um, you started three years ago. Did you like, Start on Record Box, Serato, what kind of program did you start so on? So I started on Serato and Serato. I'm still on Serato. That's like, I love Serato. I mean, other people have mentioned like Record Box and try some different things. I'm mm. so used to um, Serato, so I just stick to that. And I use my laptop, I don't use them. Um, USBs, yeah. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, have you thought of maybe wanting to transition to USBs or you're not? Um, I've heard that it's good to like, know both just in case, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I'm just, when I'm used to something, I'm familiar with something, I like to stick mm. to it, but maybe in the future I would. Yeah, one thing oh, I must say as well, um, both being DJs. Yeah. Well, um, one thing I must say with the laptop stuff, as we've also come across, it's like when your laptop gets full up and your memories are done. Obviously, you have people have memories and stuff like that, and you can get hard drives and things like that. But when your memory's full up, 
and you've got a big gig and it's like a six hour graveyard shift, if your laptop breaks down, you need to have an alternative option. Because once it breaks down, it's happened to me and we're going to go into your most embarrassing moments as a DJ because everyone's had it. But it's happened to me before where it's like, I was playing in a gig, my laptop just stopped. Packed in. Just packed in. But the music was playing but the same track because it just froze. Oh, okay. So looping the same track. And I remember the track, it was Fish Go Deep, Cure and the Calls. It was a funky thing. And I was like, you know what? How am I going to get out of this one now? I didn't know what to do. So literally, we was in the bar now, called the promoter and I said to the promoter, look, my laptop's packed in. They've already paid me before the gig so it's like, they can't say, I've got peace back. It's like, you know what? It's cool. We put the the music on in the in the bar and it was just blessed like that. But I'm just saying in general, it's good to have a backup and it's very good for you to maybe start getting into USBs. Mm-hmm. Only thing about USBs, it'd be hard for you to do any sort of effects mm-hmm. or samples unless you do it with the cube the cue the, the cue point, point and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. that's the harder part. And also you have to kind of let the rhythms run. Like mix you have to actually mix uh, on USBs. You can't just like oh slow down the track or press uh it's basically Echo, manual, it's manual like mixing, isn't it, really? Yeah. Like, which, yeah, yeah, which is a good okay. thing for you to go into as well. So, yeah, in terms of embarrassing moments for DJing, have you had any or anything that you think, oh, wow, how um, did that happen? Embarrassing moments. I don't think, because I've been doing it, it's going to be like a year in June. Um, I think, obviously, things happen. It's not my fault. I think when the music, like, cuts, yeah, yeah. I think it's something to... <laughs> the host or something to do with someone and then they're like, DJ! Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I'm only really embarrassed it's not my fault. I don't want to do it. Obviously, all eyes on you, everything's yeah. stopped. Everyone's dancing and everyone looks at you. I'm thinking, oh, okay. But yeah, yeah I think that's probably... So um, how do you deal with the pressure? Because being a DJ as well, it's like, everything's on you. Yeah. When okay. it comes to music, all the attention's on you. Anything goes wrong, is you. The host doesn't so say something on the mic. Yeah, off. it's you. Like yeah. you said, they say DJ. So how do you feel about that? And do you get anxious or gain some sort of anxiety before gigs and stuff like that? Um, I think at the start, like my first ever gig, I was so like nervous because mm-hmm. I was like, this is my first gig. And it wasn't big. Like most of some of my friends came to support and I was doing like warm-up sets, so I was, I was all right. Mm. But it is a lot of pressure because everything's on you, but I don't feel like that. I just go there, have fun. I don't feel like I'm working. And mm. I'm, I like seeing everyone dancing and... Being in control is nice because mm-hmm. I get to pick the songs and whatnot. But yeah, it is a lot of pressure because if something goes wrong, then it's mm. on you. It's all on you. Yeah, man. it's all on you. But yeah. at the end of the day, you just have to get up from that and just keep moving at the end of the day. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So in terms of what's the best things you've done for DJ and so far, like one of your highlights, so stuff like that. Because I saw you also do presenting as well, yeah. correct? Yeah. So yeah. what's one of your highlights? Um, One of my highlights maybe this year is getting on, um, having a two-hour slot on Kiss FM oh, or wow. Guest Mix. Six, so yeah, 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 got to like present and have a guest mix on there. Wow. So I've done that in February. So it's on my SoundCloud, check it out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Plug it, yeah. yeah. So that, one of my highlights that um this year is that, but it's just like more exposure and just doing like a lot of, because um, I'm not a genre DJ, but mm-hmm. my favourite genre is Afrobeats and piano. So getting yeah, books for yeah, me. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my bag. Music to my ears. <laughs> that's my bag. So yeah. doing that's one of my highlights. And another highlight is in July, so literally a month after my first booking, I got to DJ at Soho House. Oh, wow. Um so I've done that a few times and I got to DJ at Oxley's after party as well oh, in October. Right. Okay. So yeah, those are a few of my highlights. And how did they come aboard? Like the, the Kiss FM, how did you just reach out to them or So in January oh. um Kiss FM must have put like a post saying, "Oh, if you want to DJ on our radio station, mm. put a comment down." So I put a comment. Mm. You know, there were so many comments, and then I got DMs, and then I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, and then, yeah. and at the time, I was going, I was kind of like, January wasn't really a good month for me, so I was going through a lot mentally. Mm-hmm. And when I got that, was like a nice encouragement and mm-hmm. a booster. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I just got a DM, they told me like what to do and whatnot, and then yeah, that's how wow, it came about. Wow, wow, that's good. That's a, that's a very good thing to put on your archive and your CV yeah, to have, especially Kissing Film because it's a renowned international yeah, radio yeah, so, so in relation to that as well, like the Oxide mm-hmm. After Party, how did that one come about as well? So that one came about, um, so from July, throughout the summer, I was doing um, gigs at Soho House like every other Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then one of the guys said that um, there was like a private members club coming to, they do concerts, like Afrobeat concerts mm-hmm. and stuff. And then they're like, oh, they need a DJ because they're going to have a concert in another place down the road. And then they're going to come to like, have an after party. Mm-hmm. So because I know, knew the guy that was always booking me, he booked me for that. Mm-hmm. And then the guys that actually um, sorted out the concert... They liked me and then they contacted me. I even got a booking with them on next week, Friday, I think, the Good Friday. So Good, just yeah. building connections from yeah, yeah, bookings. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing that I like and getting booked again from people that booked me before, which is not really nice. I guess with the DJ and again, once again, it's like when you know you do good work, it's um rewarding to see somebody to rebook you because they know you're good at what you mm. do and stuff like yeah, that and know. when you were saying that the genres you like playing even though i know you're multi multi genre you like afro beats and i'm a piano which is my field and i love that as well but i'm um, being a female dj i've seen a lot of stigma and backlash not backlash but especially the i'm a piano djs like for example one is uncle waffles yeah because of how she presents herself a lot of people have that sort of in like kind of ideology that oh it's because of how she looks is where she got mm-hmm. i think uncle waffles is a sick dj mm-hmm. but for yourself do you feel that for women it's hard you have to kind of present yourself in a certain way to get out there is that meaning your beauty overrides your talent do you think that's true um i feel like pretty privilege is a thing mm-hmm. we're not going to sit here and lie it's mm-hmm. a thing but at the end of the day it's good to be talented alongside that pretty privilege helps i think with either if it's male or female pre- like you being presentable and looking a good way it attracts people because people like looking at good things so i think being able to dress well and look well is great um but i have heard people say that oh female djs some of them are just pretty and that's how they get their booking mm. and stuff but when i started djing I was just like, because not going to lie, I'm pretty, but I, I, was, like, I was just like, I don't want to be, um, I don't want to, I don't want people to think, oh, she's just getting those bookings because she's pretty, even if they do think that, I don't care, but okay. I actually want to be able to DJ and do well, so I do take my time to practice and learn my skill and um, get better and better. But I can't lie, in this world, pretty privilege is a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. A lot of people I do see that say that with the DJ world, which, again, um, because you're a DJ, you're a DJ, if you hear talent, you hear talent. Doesn't yeah. Yeah. That person can have a black bag on their face, yeah. I don't yeah. care. As long as I hear something's yeah. good. Yeah. And this yeah. is why I look at DJs, for example, like Marshmallow. Some people don't even show their identity. That's a male DJ, but yeah. they don't show their identity because they don't want that kind of stigma on them. Okay. And again, someone like EZ. I see Eze, he'll wear the same clothes all the time because he doesn't want people to criticise him on what he's wearing. He's there to do a job. Okay. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Which I, which yeah. I understand quite a lot, which which is great, which is a great thing to understand. But how comes you kind of got into the Amapiano field and Afrobeats? Because obviously, I know most people from African descent love Afrobeats anyway, mm. but Amapiano is like taking it to the next kind of step. Even though yeah. it works hand in each other, how comes you transitioned into the Amapiano kind of field? So growing up, I was always listening to Afrobeats mm. and that's like, that's like my favorite genre. I love it. And then obviously, I'm a piano came about, and it kind of, they kind of gel well together. Mm-hmm. I feel like so most of my bookings, um, some of my, most of my bookings are I'm Afrobeats and I'm a piano. Mm-hmm. And I told myself as a DJ when I was starting off, I was just doing that kind of booking, but I didn't want to box myself in. Mm-hmm. For example, if I got like an amazing opportunity to fly across the other side of the world, mm-hmm. they want me to do like a warm up set or like an R and B set, and I'm like, oh, I can't do that because I don't know. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I thought. Let me learn everything, but let me have my genre that I like the most and stuff. But 
yeah, I just that's like my favorite genre and I love it. So mm. if I get books for that and they tell me the genre, I'm like, yeah, cool. So I'm you, there. are you a person that will go to events, for example, go and see the top amateur piano DJs to kind of get an idea of the music they play and source out music, or you just kind of go with what you know already? Um, what do you mean, like events? Or yeah, like so. Example, like a big amateur piano DJ was playing like major league DJs. Would you go to the event and stuff like that? Um, so if I, there was like for example a big Afrobeat or amateur piano DJ, mm. I would go there anyway because I love, I love yeah, the, yeah. I love the genre mm. and also I just listen as well and learn. So I think being a DJ has changed the way I party as well. Mm, so yeah, that was same. a good, that was a good transition. Yeah, or same, that yeah. this song mixes mm. well together. I'm gonna use that. Yeah. So it's like stuff like that. So yeah. That's one thing I think as well. You got what you said being a DJ is different how you party. Do you kind of criticize other DJs <laughs> when you, you go to parties? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I do, I do, and then I know that they do when I DJ as well. So I'm sure, okay, no pressure because at the end of the day, you never know. Unless I know them, they're my friends because I have quite a lot of DJ friends. Yeah, unless I know them because you never know who could be a DJ, it's not written on their head. But, um yeah, the way you party is different, and it's like, yeah, sometimes you listen. Oh, that's really good. This song's really gel, so I'll be making a mental note, and then oh, that was a bit of a clang there. Mm. But um, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that it, people become very critical with other DJs, which you don't yeah. sub- subconsciously you do it. <laughs> Maybe you hear something like that's one of the you main reasons like, yeah. why I wanted to get into DJing. What about yourself? Why did you want to get into DJing? Just love music, innit, music, man. Yeah. Obviously, growing up when I was growing up, like obviously them times it was like grime. Yeah. But more time it was just instrumental, so I was just loving the beats, innit? That's mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. But then obviously man dived into like other genres too, mm-hmm. man. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's how I grew up DJing, mm-hmm. man, off of like going to the record shop record and shops, yeah. picking up records, you get me? Because mm-hmm. yeah, man, that was my time <laughs> still. But, yeah, man. So Nia, for yourself, it might be a bit different because um you've come into the DJing when there is no well, you probably didn't use vinyls. You haven't mm, used vinyls no, anything like that I've heard, yet. like, the older lots, you have to go to the yeah. record shop and <laughs> the mix older, and like, 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 <laughs> Yeah, so they used to tell me all the stories that you, they were like, nowadays it's just easy. Yeah, yeah. Easier than it was back then. It, it is easier. It's easier, but not as easy. Do you know what I mean? I guess, like, if you was to even... So, for example, if you went into studio now and you covered the BPMs on both uh, mixes, do you think you still be oh, able to no. mix? Okay, so that's what that's what vinyls is like. <laughs> yeah, pretty well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's more of the ear for the it's music. It's just, yeah. yeah, mixing by ear, mm. not by looking at a number oh, or, yeah. like, a screen in it, you know what yeah. I mean? So, okay. yeah. So would you probably try that out or are you just happy with it? I think I'll try it out. I feel like when it comes to, for example, I'm a piano, mm. I would know, like, the BPMs for that. But then other genres... I would, I can, you never know, I might be good at it, so I might try it. Like, I'm a piano, I know it's usually tempos, wise it's from like 100 to 114. Yeah. And you can push further, but are you somebody that will push it a bit more, the BPM, just to maybe mix with a funky? Because I know a lot of people, especially UK DJs, they'll push it, I'm a piano tempo a bit more, I mean, like BPM a bit more. 120, yeah. 120, yeah. To make it job a funky tune and get the people moving. Because sometimes, I'm a piano, don't agree with me when it's sick, bass are sick. But because it's so slow to start, mm, yeah, pushing it up by BPM can kind of get people there. Yeah, quick. Yeah. Is that something you would do as well? Yeah, or? I would, especially the Amma and the Afro beats that are quite high BPM, mm-hmm. especially when the party is like jumpy. Um, because sometimes I have like an MC, he's my he's a DJ as well, mm-hmm. and then sometimes he comes and MCs for me, and he would talk me like when it's like jumpy, sometimes to put the BPM a bit up. Yeah. So I would talk that trick and I use it. Yeah, yeah it works. <laughs> <laughs> it works. So, um, also, with the BPMs, did you always just be... Was you always a BPM mix, or have you ever looked, dived into, like, key mixing and stuff like that? I know some people do key mix, which I'm not really into, but have you ever looked no, at stuff like just that? just BPM. Just BPM, yeah. okay. And I think BPM is better because 
you get a feel of the crowd, you get yeah. a feel of what you're doing, yeah. you can push mm-hmm. up and stuff like that, which is great as well. So um, in relation to uh, gig-wise or like any prospects you would like to kind of divulge in in the future, like kind of international bookings, is that any something you would like to do in the future? Yeah, that's actually on my list, mm. um, my goals for this year. And I, I know it's going to happen, I can just feel it. You know, you just feel Speaking something to existence. Speaking yeah, to yeah, existence. Yeah. So my yeah. goal is to do at least two to three international bookings. I want to do like... um. Um, party holidays and stuff that would be so I know that it's coming and it's going to come but yeah that's like one of my goals for this year I would love to is there any well. DJs at the moment that you kind of female DJs that you kind of aspire to or you kind of look at and say you know what I like that this person does the thing I want to be like them or is there any female yeah, DJs you can think of lot. there's Sandra or Mary yeah, um, she's amazing um, she actually when I had the Oxlade after party um gig, she came up to me, she's like, oh, You're really good so, and then I got like um I went on Represent Radio to do a guest mix on her show. So that was nice. Sure. She's really good. Yeah. And there's DJ M's. Do you know DJ M's? Yeah, she's really good. She's good. Um obviously Uncle Waffle. I like Uncle Waffle, she's great. She's amazing. Um, there's there's a lot. Um, there's also myself, DJ Nero. <laughs> Don't forget the name, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, those are there's yeah. so many. Um, but those are some of my faves. Do you, the female DJ community are they quite close knit? Are they like very supportive of each other and stuff like that, or is it because I know the male one can be quite yeah, comp- competitive yeah, at yeah, times? Yeah, because again, everyone wants to be a DJ. I know because females <laughs> is quite new. Yeah, female yeah. DJs come out now. Are they quite supportive with you and do they help you quite a lot with Yeah, advice? there is um quite a lot of de- female DJs that are actually really supportive and stuff. The mm. ones that I know anyways. Mm. Um, and I feel like some male DJs are quite supportive as yeah. well. Because um, as I said, I'm a presenter. I was a present presenting first before DJing. Mm-hmm. And I okay. interviewed a lot of other radio show. I interviewed a lot of DJs and put, told them to come on my show to put mm. guest mix. So that's how I know a lot of them. But yeah, surprisingly, I was a bit scared because I was thinking, oh, they're probably going to be looking at me like, oh, we don't, we're going to help you. But most of my help, I'll get them from the male DJs. Mm-hmm. They're really helpful and supportive, yeah. That's excellent. So the presenting, where, what what kind of presenting did you do? Was it more like journalism? Was it more radio presenting and hosting? So it was radio, radio hosting and like um, interviewing like creatives and interviewing artists and stuff. But because I'm focusing on the DJ and I just put it to the side. But I'm, this, this year I'm rebranding and coming back with that. So would you um transition them together? Have, do, you, do you host your sets? No, I don't you don't host your sets. No. Have you thought of doing that? It's not something you want um, to do. I don't think I can multitask like that yet. <laughs> but I don't know. I rather I feel like I rather I DJ and someone else host. I think I like that yeah, better. It's it true. just goes better. So. It's kind of you can vibe off each other's yeah, energy. Yeah, you can vibe yeah, off yeah. each other's energy. And I've had um, when I do my set, my first set, my friend names DJ SMV. Mm-hmm. He the DJ for the composers. Oh wow! So yeah, he done my. He was my. Um, MC for my first booking. That was nice to have like a friend to support mm-hmm. me as well. And he's done hosted me like maybe two times, so um, two three times, and I think we work well together, especially because mm-hmm. we're friends as well. Um, but I've had like other hosts that have been a bit like I don't know. Some people just don't know how to host, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like you're not saying the right thing. You're not doing what the vibe is not vibing right now. <laughs> like, you're ruining my set. So just... like, you know what song you're gonna drop, and you know what yeah. your host is saying, and not saying. Yeah, that. and I can't really like yeah. stop. I can't. I don't know the pe- person, so I can't really be like, yeah, get off the mic. Because I just have to just continue. But um, yeah, most of the hosts have been good and just vibe off each other and stuff. So. Yeah. So would you put? Do you prefer a different hosts, or would you like to have just say some people come as a package? Like you've got Super D and um, 
Pioneer. Pioneer, or you've got Super DN Colsteps. <coughs> oh, oh, so yeah. So they come yeah. as together as a package, mm-hmm. them two and a the host. Would you prefer to have like you and a host that always comes with you, or are you just happy to have different hosts as you go along? I would maybe in the future. I would hope if I find someone that person that can like come with me to like most of my bookings. I would like that. Um, but yeah, but I don't mind different hosts. But it depends. Like most of the times they're fine. But mm. if I could find someone that would always come around with me and host, I'll be good. Mm. Yeah. When you first started as well, because I know a lot of DJs when they first start, it's like you have to be prepared to do things for free. Mm. Was you somebody that done free things at the beginning, or you said no? I know my worth. I'm gonna get paid for this, even if you knew you wasn't a hundred percent there yet. Did you um, still take money, or just you did do, did you do free things? So my first booking was free. Um, and it was understandable because I was happy it was free because I thought someone's giving me a chance to, mm-hmm. you know, show my talent and I'm glad that I done it. Mm-hmm. And after that, I've done, I've been paid. I thought I was going to do like free bookings for a long time. Because yeah, yeah, with yeah. presenting, I've done like free work for a long time yeah. before I started getting paid. But with um, DJing, yeah, I thought I was going to do it for a long time. But no, that wasn't the case. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. no so, problem. So how did you feel? Because obviously when you've learned a, a skill yourself yeah. from your home, and to actually be paid for that, how did that make you feel? Because it's, it's quite surreal sometimes when you've actually self-learned something yeah. and then yeah. now you're paid for it. How did that make you feel? It made me feel good because like, I was like to myself, I'm actually getting better at what I do. So mm. let me take myself out of my house and make money from doing, mm-hmm. from this. Because I was quite nervous from leaving my bedroom. Like I was stepping out of my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was really like nervous. But as soon as I'd done it, I was like, yeah, this is where I'm meant to be. And getting paid for it was really nice because mm. it didn't feel like I was working. It's felt I was getting paid to like, have fun and fun, make, yeah, yeah, have fun yeah. and other people enjoying themselves as well. So yeah, it was good. So at the moment, do you do anything else for work, or are you just focusing straight on DJing and creating? So I'm focusing like freelancing, and presenting and DJing. So that's wow. the goal, yeah. Because so, yeah. I decided it's a big step to make, but it's just like yeah, this is what I want to do. So let me fully commit and do this. No, it's great. It's great to make yeah. that transition because some people will be like, no, I can't do the both. But I think you reap the rewards if you fully commit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the fact you said, look, I'm just going to jump in the deep end. I've done this for three years and I'm going to kill it. Mm-hmm. And again, we spoke into assistance, the international bookings. And when they come, you will look back up the three years ago when you're learning in your house yeah. as, a, as, a, as a DJ and, and how much rewarding it is now and stuff like that. And what did your friends think about it? Your friends creatives as well? Or did they ask you for like free tickets and that when you got certain events? Some of my friends are creative and some of them are not. But my friends have been really, really supportive. There's some of my friends that come to like every booking. There's one of my friends, her name is Aziza. Shouts out to you if you watched it. Um, she comes, like, she's there all the time. Like, wow, and sick. it's really nice to to just see my friends and to for them to come. And with my, when I have bookings, I have like a guest list. So I'm maybe like three or four people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like most of my friends come for free. But if they can't, they pay anyways and they don't feel no way about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's nice. So your top DJs, if you could learn a top DJ, obviously you said Sandra and Mari, but that's more like female DJs that help you. But if you could name like your three top DJs, DJs that like you say to yourself, you know what, this DJ is just sick and they never have one thought, there's never one thing they do wrong. Who's your three top DJs you mentioned, male or female? Oh, okay, male or female. So we have to go with DJ Quam's original. Okay, you know, yeah, but I was on his represent show still, you sick, he yeah. Is, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, Him, I would say, who else? He's quite young mm. as well. He's good into producing now, isn't he? He's yeah, he's that, quite, yeah, I think he's like 23, maybe. Yeah, he's sick, he's sick, yeah. So he's good. Um, wow, I've been putting a spot right now. Mm. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Um, Sandra. Yeah. Well, she's really good. Like, she's really good. And then one more. Um, <laughs> uh, have you heard of Mr. VI? 
really good. No, I've never heard of him. What does he play? He plays like everything, but he's really good at like Afrobeats. Afrobeats, okay. Like, he's one of those people you don't really see him around. He's just like he plays. Just does it. Yeah, yeah, he keeps it moving. He's yeah. quite good as well. Is yeah. he old school or new school? Like he's a and a middle. Old school. Okay, that's probably why. Yeah. He just plays, gets his money, and keeps it moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think those three are my favorite. I've got so many. I could sit all day and list all of them. But yeah, oh. those are top three. So the DJ, are you actually gonna see that as a business now? Like, do you have business cards? Are you gonna start kind of like? Because I know some people when they do DJ, they become self-employed and they use it as mm-hmm. self-employed and they have to pay taxes and all that kind of stuff. Is that the route you wanna go down? And just yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, so we wanna go down. So I wanna do obviously full-time presenting and DJing, but I haven't like got my. I haven't got business cards, but I've got like you know the name behind my laptop. Like, yeah, I think yeah. I'm going to get business cards because a lot of people ask me for that because I mm. thought it was like an old yeah. fashioned thing. No, nah, they do. They but yeah. yeah, a lot of people ask me for that, and I just usually tell them to follow me on Instagram. <laughs> they might not have Instagram, so it's like okay, but nah, keep no, no, no. I, I don't want booking and one auntie ask me, oh, what's where's the business card? <laughs> I have to write my number on a piece of paper for her and my my um email and stuff. But yeah, I want to invest in that. Yeah, because yes, I think is. that's what the private bookings come across. Like you said, the auntie said to you, you wouldn't necessarily see the auntie in certain clubs, but she would give you a private booking, yeah. could be a wedding or anything like exactly, that. Yeah. And again, like you said, at the back of the laptop, it works. Yeah. But you remember, at the time these people approached me, they either are really drunk, it's really loud, yeah. or they just don't know what they're doing with themselves. Yeah, so true. the business card just wait for them to then go home, so yeah. obviously, you know, I'm going to contact yeah. you, which is great as well. And in relation to bookings, do you take weddings? Would you take things like that? And, and I haven't know? done a wedding yet, but I would take a wedding, but that's like, that's someone's wedding day. Mm. Like, that's very important. You have to be like, literally on point because you can't play with weddings. That's someone, that they're going to look back at that and, you know, remember. So mm. weddings are definitely, but um, when the time is right, because I know some people yeah. say stay away from weddings. Yeah, it's hard, bro. Yeah, I'm very demanding. I'm very demanding, man. Yeah. And pff, it's yeah. just request of one, mm-hmm. You get me? Yeah. So it's like, and then a Spotify yeah. plays beforehand where you've got to play and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. now I've heard that weddings are quite hard. So when the time is right and I'm ready for it, then because, yeah, because I heard the money's good, but it doesn't really matter about the money because you need to actually do a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got to be like a bad boy host as well. Yeah, you've got to do both. You've got to be doing both. So. I'm thinking of events that I'm a piano events. Danky sounds is one of them I've come up across mm-hmm. quite a lot for me at the moment in terms of I'm a piano. Is that like an event you like to play at? Have you been to the event? Yeah, I've been to the but I haven't been to you know the big ones when they have all the Yes, I've seen everything. It. I've been yeah. to like a, a small kind of one. They had one last summer in Night Tales in Hackney. Mm-hmm. I've been to that, but I haven't been to their big, big ones. But their events are good. They give you like free stuff. Yeah, and I saw, they I saw. And they're fairly quite new, thank you. Yeah, so but they're doing so well. They're doing, I think they've got like a, they're doing like um a party holiday in like B4 in September. Mm-hmm. So thank you sounds would be a nice place for me to DJ. I would actually mm-hmm. love to. But yeah, that's one of my, that's one of my list of places to DJ. Yeah, they're good. So I'm a piano, I'm trying to think. Is, um... Would you go down to South Africa to kind of get more information on the piano scene? Is that something you like to do? Or because I know some people go actually go to areas like, especially if you play house, they will go to Ibiza to get more knowledge on house music. Mm-hmm. Would you actually go down to the root of where it's created to find more information? Yeah, about definitely. It? I would love to go to. I would love to play in like Ghana, Nigeria, oh, and yeah. different like my home, like where I'm from, Congo. I would like to go to different places of Africa to actually play Afrobeats because I'm sure they will appreciate it even more mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, definitely, definitely love to go down there one day to play. And what does your family think about you taking the route of becoming a DJ? Um, yeah, when I first got my decks, my dad was like, oh, this is nice. We need more for DJs. It was nice. Um, <laughs> with my mum, she was like, my mum wanted me to be a lawyer. Okay. So, lawyer and DJ. <laughs> yeah. it's, um, hey, don't go. No, 
not really. It's not really. But the older I get, the more understanding she's becoming. And she's just like, yeah, you're just going to do what you want to do. Yeah. yeah, so at the start, um, when I started to do like presenting and stuff, she wasn't happy because I'm meant to be a lawyer right now. But mm-hmm. it wasn't for me. I'm a, I'm a creative person. So, yeah. Do you play, so when you play music in the house? Did your mum say anything? Side eye, side eye. No, I don't play music. No one says nothing. But um, I tell her about it. I don't really talk to my mum about my DJ stuff because yeah, 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 she knows it's so much. Just yeah. like side eye. Yeah. But um, dad is he open yeah, to he speak is, about it. Yeah, he's open. If I'm telling you, he knows. Like if I go to a booking where I have to bring my decks, he mm. really knows what I'm doing. So I'm going mm. to DJ. He sees me with my case, and then off I go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, he likes it. I think he. When I first done my when I booking in um when I first done the performance at Miss Congo mm-hmm. okay, he was there so he saw me oh, like, play, well yeah he's he's supportive he's the man. Cause um I know Congolese parties they're lit they ring off like I've got a few Congolese friends and I know the parties are lit. Have you got any other influences in terms of culture or family that kind of push you to go into that kind of field of becoming a DJ? Yeah, so being Congolese music is very influential in my um. In my life, because I've always like Congolese music is lit. Um, Congolese like the dancing, and the, dancing the vibe. Yeah, like, everyone has the, that dance that you know. If they do that dance, they're Congolese. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. Every time yeah. I, people ask me from, I say Congo. Can you dance? <laughs> Obviously, there's more to us than dancing. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, no, like growing up listening to amazing music. So being Congolese, I've always loved music, and I've always loved everything to do with entertainment. So that kind of pushed me into like being a creative as well. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the DJ scene, how do you rate the DJ scene at the moment? Because I know um, some people are a bit sceptical of how it's going, especially after COVID, because it went a bit slow because of the clubs weren't allowing to have mm-hmm. parties and stuff like that. But where do you see the DJ scene at the moment? Do you think it's very healthy at the moment? Do you see any kind of like um, anomalies that you can kind of say, you know, we need this here, we need that here? Is there anything you can see in relation um, to the DJ scene? I feel like because I'm quite new into it, um, I just feel like the... Um, Male and female just needs to like come together and mm-hmm. Cause I feel like yes. no offense. Yeah. Yes. Um, I feel like some male DJs are threatened by female female DJs. I was gonna yeah, say that. Like, yeah. I would just say that. It's yeah. kind of like we're all a family. Let's just mm. be together. Like you know, yeah. like, I don't like the whole female DJ versus male DJ. We're like we're all doing the same thing yeah. at the end of the day. So let's like support each other and yeah. And that's a big topic you've just mentioned there because I feel a lot of male DJs feel that, and I think it like you said it boils down to the beauty thing because. You see a nice looking girl, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. and she DJs. She's not might not be the best DJ, but that's not for you to then say, Oh, she's the only way she is because she looks nice. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She's got learning, she's gonna get experience. Yeah, they time. have been like the exactly. for example the male DJ, they've been where she's been before. Exactly. So it's like show her grace and exactly. if she's making a mistake or she doing something wrong, just be like, Oh yeah, instead of doing that, do this. But I don't know, maybe they didn't have that, so they don't know how to, to give help and support. Do you know what as well? Some promoters like you look at the big clubs, Novikov, Libertine and stuff like that, they will book proud they will book certain DJs, especially females, because of how they look. But that's no reason for a male to have a bad um, stigma or talk bad about that person. That person's got where they've got just because they've worked towards yeah. that. Mm. Just because she looks like that, you don't know how she spoke to the promoter, you don't know what she done Looks like her influence as well. It's exactly. Help yeah. the exactly, exactly. And that's one thing you just said, we need to work together. And I feel there is some male DJs, like you said, they do. And I'm not just sticking on males because, again, I'm not some like feminist or pro man. I'm just saying mm. in terms of... DJ and we should all be one because yeah, we're all doing the same thing. Exactly, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, that's a great thing you said. And do you feel there's a way for that to happen, or do you think it will happen naturally? Or do you think like males might have to do this, or females might need to do this? They need to reach out more. Do you think there's any way and how that can actually um, 
come together. I think it will just happen naturally if people want it to happen, Mm-mm. to be honest. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a way of, of it happening because I'm sure, like, on lineups, we, I'm seeing more female DJs, like, Mm-mm. mixed with the male DJ, which is quite, which is really good as well. Like, um, yeah, the lineups are getting there because before, when I, like, last summer, it was seen, like, all the male DJs and one female DJ in it. Yes, and I, so. that was me at one point. And I remember I've done a few bookings like that, but my first one was really, like, a little nervous because the men on the line I knew all of them, so I was like, okay, cool, they're like my big brothers, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good. But yeah, I'm, I see, I think we, as soon as we mix it up together and stuff, and yeah. What is well, especially society at the moment, um, in the work work kind of background and stuff like that, it's very male orientated um, mm-hmm. place. Even if you look in offices and that, top offices in London is very male orientated. But what I like now, females are now showing their worth, they're showing, look, we're as good as you, if yeah. even some of them better, yeah. as you can quote unquote the Euro. Um, England football team, like the women won it, but the men flopped. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they can even show they're better than doing certain things as well. But did you experience any um backlash from any males when you've come and DJed or just been a bit funny towards you because you're a female? Yeah, I have. Um, I remember there was a booking that I'd done in, uh, I think it was July. I can't remember. But it was during the summer, one of my like first bookings and stuff. And then I don't know, there was this, obviously he was, he DJed already and then it was mm-hmm. my turn and then mm-hmm. his, um, he jumped on the mic mm-hmm. and he was just like, he was emceeing but then he was literally staring at what I was doing and I kind of felt a bit uncomfortable because like, can you just focus on being what you're doing? Critical, yeah, 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 just being, do, just yeah. staring. So I was thinking, but I kind of had to brush that aside and just thought, like, you know what, I'm here to do your job, let me just do it and just move on. And then after he was asking me, oh, how long have you been up? How long have you been DJing for? You're really good. I was like, mm, thanks. But I think it just surprises people because when I say I'm a DJ or when I, do you play? They're like, oh, okay. I don't. I didn't say I played, and they're like, okay, you're really good. And they, I don't think they expect it. And then when mm-hmm. they actually hear me playing and stuff, they're like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's, I think when people say they're DJing, the first thing you need to do is actually hear them play. Yeah. Like even you said you're a DJ. I would love to hear you play because mm-hmm. you play the music that I like as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you want to hear her play as well because that's like that's how DJs are. Once somebody says they're DJ, you, you want to hear them DJ. play. Yeah, yeah, but one thing I'm never will do is be critical of any sort of DJ because, like you said, we've all been there once before. Mm-hmm. And then when there's people looking at what you're doing, or even sometimes you go to gigs and you might not be good that good at setting up. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are not good at setting up. They can set up their equipment, but you can't set up for somebody else. You might yeah, find it yeah, difficult yeah. putting that in. And I see so much DJs that do this today. They will not help you. <laughs> you know, like they will not help you. So, like if you know you're going next half for that DJ, they will know. You know what? If she flops, I'm walking away. Or he flops, I'm walking away. Yeah. So it's not on me. And I don't think that's right because you've mm. all been booked on one event. If that goes wrong <coughs> in one bit, you're all going to look stupid. Yeah, do you true. know what I mean? And I've seen so much DJs just walk away and some DJs are using a laptop. Oh, you don't use USB. And it's just, it's very political. Yeah, I've seen that. It's very yeah. quite, quite, um, crazy. But I feel like um, when I set up and stuff, um, a lot of people like help me, which is nice. Which some is people, good, yeah. yeah, this like would need help. And okay, I don't mind. If you, you want to set up for me, I don't mind. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> clean. I'll, it's clean time as well. So mm-hmm. it's like, um, but yeah, it is true. Like I've seen, for example, if I go to like a booking and... I can see it behind. If not booking, if I go to a party, I can see like the DJ is a bit of a like, yeah. yeah. Thinking, oh, okay, mm-hmm. but um yeah, usually for me it's nice. I think everyone should just help each other because you would like someone to help you if you're mm-hmm. going through stuff like. But yeah. So have you played? I assume you played. You played on CDJs and all that kind of stuff, or you just like, more go over your controller and stuff. Like yeah. That. So during the summer, I was that girl. I was carrying my controller oh, yeah, everywhere yeah. because yeah. it was my comfort zone. Yeah. So that's what I learned on. But then at one point, I was like, no, I need to actually um and it's heavy it's not it's not like yeah. <laughs> so yeah. i need to i think one day i had a booking it was a nigerian independence booking and also i know i used cdjs but i didn't have um 
I can't remember what it's called. You know in Toronto when you have to have the other... Connect like, to something like that. Yeah, you have to subscribe to him. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah you have to have pack up his one play. Yeah, one play so on I, I didn't know yeah. that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I was a newbie. I didn't know that. So yeah. I, was, I was carrying myself around, <laughs> you know, happy, yeah, yeah, yeah. like happy, and and then one day I had a book, and then the guy was like to me, "Oh, don't you know how to use?" Because I think it was long for him to connect my decks. He was a DJ as well. Connect my decks to my controller. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to do not use this. Whoa! Taken aback. Yeah, After that yeah, day, yeah. that the next day, the next week, yeah. I went to get that package, yeah. and then from there, I don't, don't want to go through that ever again. I was like, so, I, when I said it to you, yeah. it hit a nerve. Yeah. I was kind of offended, yeah. and I was just like, like don't respect my hustle. Do yeah, I'm mean? like, yeah. what? Because I'm a girl. Like, yeah. I like to use this, but I didn't have the full package. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. After that, I went to go download that. I called one of my friends, um, Mr. V, his DJ. With him, he talked me through. He's like, yeah, download this. Yeah. Clean tab this, and then download the drivers. Yeah, drivers. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, from yeah. that day, I don't carry my. I only carry my decks if they don't have. If it's uh, like a private booking, yeah, 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 they don't have TDJs yeah. and stuff. But yeah, and I think I'm glad that that happened to me. Yeah. Because if I if it didn't, I would have been so like still comfortable with my deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, so much people have said that when you bring a controller, because I think it's that kind of look like there's a CDJs there. And someone will put a controller on, on the top. CDJs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of DJs are like, what are you doing? I, I used to be like that, but I understand it now. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because I understand if you, not everyone can just use a CDJs like that. They're not easy to use. Yeah, they're not. They're, and it's big. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, yeah, it can be a bit overwhelming at times. So when somebody does that, I don't like, oh, what are you bringing a controller? And I think that guy, like I said, it's good he said that to you because you would have been content and stuff like that. But again, there's so many... Um, gigs you go to now especially events and bars and stuff like that they only have cdjs mm. so they'll tell you to bring a controller or they'll have like old cdj cdj 2000 3000 yeah, so yeah, yeah. it depends which ones they have but mm. again i think it's just easier for you to move without your controller yeah but then you then have to start transitioning to the usb mm-hmm. because it's just easier for you to plug in but then yeah. some cdjs don't have usb port so yeah, it's yeah. like that's the hard thing as well yeah, I've seen, i have some friends that um that are the DJs and they have the USBs and they just plug in and plug play and think it's nice because I don't I don't the laptops yeah. laptop in and get this and it's long but um yeah USBs are something that I'm looking into to go into but hopefully I don't lose it make sure you get a 256 yeah. isn't it 256 gigabytes 512 you get terabytes like, yeah. don't get anything low because it won't hold especially on the CDJ <laughs> I've, I've experienced that yeah getting some stupid like, I've gone to gigs where somebody's come with like 10 USBs oh wow 10 different USBs very different colours very different colours yeah just yeah, they're, they're back it's crazy they've been through a lot then they must have gone through something crazy and that's why big DJs like big DJs have come with and see the USBs and I'm yeah. looking at them like yeah so I'm come with hard drives yeah. and that like and you're looking at them like you're a big DJ mm. now come on one USB so it makes me think shit I've got to follow what you're doing but again yeah. tens a bit over the top but I get why they're doing mm. it and stuff like that yeah. but um, with Rekordbox I know Serato's got a few different things in it now but with Rekordbox again that's usually programmed in the CDJs like record box so oh, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, like, oh, yeah, I've so seen it like one time. Yeah, um, yeah. They have it record box, record box. Yeah, so yeah. I never really use Serato. Um, kind of would know how to use it, but record box is just a bit easier because, like you said, you just plug in USB and it works and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, um, so just sorry, just to yeah. cut you off, I remember you, you asked me a question about um, embar- embarrassing moments. Yeah, go I just one just came to my head. I was booking in, I can't remember when it was, but um, it was the decks at the venue and then one of one side wasn't working. Oh, wow. <sighs> I wanted to cry. I was like, yeah. what am I going to do? But it was like a lineup. So it was me and like two other DJs. So 
the two other DJs, Ooh, they okay. went they went before me because they had to go to other bookings. So I yeah. was like, the last DJ to play. And I was just like, they were doing it. They were playing on one side. And I was thinking, I don't know what to do. So um, he taught me quickly how to do it. Mm. And I was thinking, this is not going to work. But then I actually done good. Wow. I just like, because the more I've done it, and I was thinking, okay, cool. I just had to put... The songs that just transition the songs to one side, but oh my gosh, never. But that's mind. happened though as well, especially when you're pushed for time and there's time constraints. Like you got to doctor it there and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the queue's not working. Yeah. Or the BPM's messed up, so you got to have to literally find it. It's just crazy, and these are things you're gonna experience going along. And sometimes there's no engineer, and sometimes nobody even knows what to do. I've gone to gigs. I don't know how to put in the, the um connect the music to the speaker because they don't know where the speakers are. Mm. Not knowing the speakers not even at the back, they actually plugged into the wall. So they had to phone this person, they had to find some cover, uncover it, and then see because they, how are you supposed to know that? Mm. And luckily, this is what I always say, go somewhere, time is very important, go to a booking at least an hour earlier. Yeah. <laughs> at least an hour earlier. The reason why I say that, if you need to get any wires, it gives you an hour to still go to the shop and make sure you look pack your bag like you're packing your lunch. Make sure you pack your bag properly because if anything goes wrong with oh, your yeah, day, my it's bag embarrassing. Is, my bag is always packed. Even yeah. now it's packed. Yeah. Like, I remember, um, you know, the the calls that go behind the speakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the black and white ones. I got those as well in my bag. I've got everything. And yeah. I'll be bringing stuff out. They're like, oh, yeah. you're really organised. Like, yeah. yeah. That's what you need to I've be. I've got like, everything. Label it and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. I've got the backup. Like today, Naya is proper um, organised because we've had this coat hanger in the studio for how long? Oh, Nobody's yeah, ever the put their jacket on that coat hanger. Do you Where know did I mean? they put it? <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I didn't see it. I was thinking, where am I going to put my, my jacket? And I, just, and I looked out, I was like, oh, maybe... Yeah, yeah. I think for big bookings as well, they will watch that promoters and event teams and that they'll watch how organised you are mm-hmm. and how you work under pressure. Because again, there'll be times where they're under pressure as well. And if you just make everything look smooth, it gives them that cool kind of like relaxation and stuff like that as well. Um, so in terms of controllers, have mm-hmm. you do you update your controller quite regularly or you just happy with the one you use? Um, I've got one update. I have the my one's discontinued. It's called a DDJ SB three, the small mm-hmm. one. Okay, I've okay. got that, so yeah. I want to upgrade eventually. But um, because I'm I use uh, CDJs when I go do bookings. Yeah. I don't really need to right now because I just when I use my my ones I just use it at home. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, eventually I will. So do you um regularly do mixes? Do you like keep up to date with your mixes? Because I know that's one thing DJs don't really do as much as they did before, like upload mixes onto SoundCloud and MixCloud. Are you quite regular I with that? I need to be more consistent with it, so I'm working on it. I want to do like one, like one every month, or like one every like you know, for example, there's special cases like um for example, um Women's Month or oh, well, stuff like that, like Valentine's. Mm-hmm. So I want to do like mixes according to like celebrations as well so would it be different genres or? yeah different, okay, different genres, genres and stuff but well, yeah i need to be more consistent on that and another thing is i need to remember to record my mixes when i'm like djing okay like, i always forget yeah yeah so it's lit i can just post it on soundcloud yeah, yeah, my live yeah. set but i always forget i literally always forget i'm just yeah let's get straight into it and i feel halfway i'm like oh i should have recorded this sounded good mm. but it's that, that, that frightens me sometimes obviously you should do it I'm just concerned about my laptop breaking down. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no one's like, so you might record and think, oh, it's too much things happen at too much time and it just breaks down. But I know what you mean. Definitely record yeah. live sets because it's an easy way to post on just SoundCloud and MixCloud. Mm. And um, I'm trying to think what else I could probably say. Your embarrassing moments, we've gone through that already. Um, DJing, is there any um events, not events, any um venues you really like to play out? Because I know Ministry Sound is like a renowned one. Is there any venues you Ooh. really would like to play out? Mm. Like, because I know this, because there's some venues, the systems are proper sick there. Is there any venue you can say, you know what, I want to play there? I think, actually, I haven't really seen 
any like cool venues that like as of yet. But um, maybe like there's like brands I would like to play um, okay, play yeah. for like That's brands cool. like Red Bull, Spotify. Yeah, Red Bull do a lot of things, makeup yeah. brands. Like, I'm into makeup and stuff. Um, yeah, a lot of like big brands. Like, Pretty little thing. I want to work yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. like you know, like the Adidas store and the Nike store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to. Used to not. Used to no, I used to do River Island. River Island, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, River Island yeah, as well. Yeah, if you want to yeah, book yeah. me, then you know what's <laughs> like me. So JD. yeah. JD. Yeah, I done JD once. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember them ones. Yeah, so they're they're big bands as well. And how does that work? How do they they just contact you? And you just got to hit up the marketing assistant in there, innit? And yeah, they, and they, they basically yeah put you through in that oh, one. Do you know yeah. that? I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole marketing. <laughs> yeah, you get paid. I thought you. Yeah, I thought they would just find you. So I didn't know you actually had to. Yeah, I know Red Bull. Red Bull used to reach out to you, I think. Red Bull, they usually reach out to the DJs and stuff like that. But yeah, I think, like you said, GD, the violin that you reach out to the market. I know JD are very open with kind of booking people now and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, everyone, everyone's there now, isn't it? Yeah, JD, Night Town. Even Jim Box do DJs now. Oh yeah, for real, yeah. They're just, again, marketing team, hitting them up and they'll just get you on there. Where do you find the marketing team? Well, you got to find someone in there, isn't it? Like? Speak to the HR vibe. Oh, okay. Well, you send an email to say I'm interested in the DJ. Especially, G- I think with Ireland might be a bit difficult, but JD Sports will be easier because mm-hmm. um, they've got people open. Yeah, doing even Nike and Adidas, like, because like, I see a lot of new DJs like coming in there. Like, yeah, Adidas so. London, yeah. Okay, lit. But I like the whole idea of like pretty little thing. I like when people do things like that. Even I like the whole idea of gym and music mm. I really yeah, think I really nice. like what people do little thing and doing stuff, stuff like, that. like that so that's really good that's really good so um just before we um um finish this one off um Naya is there anything you would really like to do in the next three years bear in mind you've been DJing now for three years in the next three years where do you see yourself and what do you really want to be doing in the next three years just kind of mm. giving that three years um what you want to do well um in three years time I definitely don't want to be living here in the UK don't and if it. I watch this back and I'm still living, living here I must be doing amazing <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be yeah. yeah but I want to be living like I need sun in my life sorry I want to wake up to every single day and see and see views and yeah. the heat because sorry this yeah. weather yeah it's just like even on the way here my friend me and my friend were talking it was Depressing. raining Depressing, yeah, yeah my friend was like why is this where's the sun why is it acting like the sun's being shy like it's coming out and it's not mm. but um, in three years I want to be an international presenter and DJ wow. touring around the world yeah, yeah. gigs from gigs yeah. And, and yeah just like, be happy and just whatever comes along with it so when yeah. you're there don't forget this day yet. I won't don't forget, forget I want to watch back in this video but like, I did it yeah, remember you said it today I'm international <laughs> DJ three years you're sitting there so I remember when I saw that I said yeah. that in the studio I'm going to be international yeah. DJ but with God willing that happens and I just yeah. want to see my people win and hopefully next three years we can check for you and you are where you said you are you and too, you guys as well. Next three years, yeah, television, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, 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 God, God's willing, He will get us there. Yeah, everything takes time. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And with timing and just with practice. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Nothing comes easy. We're not yeah, overnight 100%. success. And affirmations. When you speak to Definitely. existence, it generally happens. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If things don't happen for no reason. It happens for a reason. And again, if it doesn't happen, that just wasn't your path. Yeah, so don't go yeah. and follow if that person's international DJ and you think I'm not there in three years. Why am I not there? And start mm. forcing things that's yeah. not authentic to you. Yeah, even better than that. Yeah, because so, yeah. you could do things now that can get you international DJ, but mm. it might not feel right to you. Yeah. Because number one, you haven't got the right experience to get there yet. Mm-hmm. Number two, you feel I had to do certain things that wasn't really right to get me there. Number three, 
it just wasn't your time. Mm, exactly. So that's why I said three years. I didn't say next week or a week. I said three years. It gives you time to work towards exactly. that. Exactly. And I would like to see you there. Yeah. Thank and when you. you're there, we'll be at your gig. We'll be skanking it out. And I said, <laughs> you remember? I was there, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're doing. But, no, thank you very much for coming on today. No it's a pleasure for having you. Um, And hopefully we'll get to see you again soon. Yeah, thank you and for run a little me. mix with each other. I think yeah, we want to hear you should. play some music. Yeah. Except the studio. I'll invite you to my events and stuff. Yeah. Thanks to your events as well. Yeah, six, six. Nice. Thank, thank you very much for coming down. Appreciate it.